Your friends suck. Is that good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Your Friends Suck, the podcast where we talk about all of the things your sucky friends uh, don't want to talk about. And I think we're going to just get straight into it because uh, based on our notes alone, this is, could be a long yeah. discussion slash I know that we have differing opinions. <laughs> so it's going to be an interesting back and forth. Well, and I feel like this really is either something your friends don't want to talk about or 100%. it is something your friends love to talk about. So we're just like chiming in. It really just depends on where you fall on that line. Yeah, this could be an episode you end up skipping or you're like, thank God they're finally talking about <laughs> Been waiting. <laughs> you didn't email us, but you've been waiting for this. <laughs> yeah, nobody reached out and asked for this, but we decided, you know what? We'll give it to them anyways. Um. I brought this up and I will take that up on myself. So if you're the friend that is like, I fucking don't want to hear about this. Super sorry, guys. I'll come back next week. Uh, it's it's me. You can blame it on me. Um, this week we're talking <laughs> about the uh, history of the Kardashians, considering the fact that they just released their new television show or series, I guess, with Hulu. Kardashians craziness with a K. Yes. But you're um, You're all caught up, right? I am, uh, uh, when this goes live, there will be, I think, two more episodes out, but I am up to date yep. as of today. Same, because the new one drops tomorrow. So tomorrow, when yes. we're, when we're recording this, um, I think we're at the episode where Courtney is about to get proposed to, mm-hmm. which it's funny watching a television show where it's like, we know the outcome of everything that happens, right? <laughs> I'm like, I know what's going to happen. Just like trying like to find Corey- Pete in the corner. <laughs> Yeah, when uh, yeah, when uh, Chloe's talking to Tristan in the first episode, I guess like, girl, shit's gonna go south after this, and I hope you know that. <laughs> I hope you feel it in your fucking bones, because like this was before it came out about his uh having a baby with somebody else. Like this was before oh. that happened, and I'm like, oh shit, it's about to go south. Hopefully, Yikes. she knows. It seems yeah. like do you ever do you ever think in like uh, reality TV in like the post interviews when they're getting interviewed like about what's happening they're just like trying to bite their tongue because like shit's already unfolded that they can't say yet. Yeah, and that's I that would be like I meet Kim Kardashian down the street. First question I ask her like when do they film those? Because like I've wondered that too. Like is that mm-hmm. I mean obviously it's them turning back, but like has it been a week? Has it just been the end of the day? Because sometimes they have the mm-hmm. same outfits on. So I'm like, well, and sometimes they have different outfits. I was like, are we reflecting like a couple days out, a month out? Like, are you guys doing these every, I don't know, every week? I need clarity. Yeah, Yeah, it's very interesting. I think uh, watching the making of this show would be interesting. Yeah. (laughs) I was just going to say, I can't even, but we'll get into it. (laughs) Uh, What I was going to say is we'll get into the opinions of the show probably last. But I think because like there's so much um, that just... Anyway, let's just get into the history of the Kardashians, um, which is it's funny to me because people are always like they're famous for nothing. They're famous for being famous. But it really, I think it, the the genuine root of like notoriety is like that Robert Kardashian was famously OJ Simpson's like family friend and lawyer for his trial. Yeah, to, that's to my understanding. Um, I mean, I think they already were just kind of like predominant in a sense, but mm-hmm. not to like the level they are obviously today. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it really wasn't. It was more Kim had like connections to famous people. Like she was like that 
that friend that you saw yeah. in a paparazzi photo sometimes, but like mm-hmm. nothing exactly. further. That's literally exactly it. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that's pretty much exactly like kind of how it is. Cause well, when I was going back and like looking through this, like I was trying to think like, okay, I thought for some reason that Chris and Robert were still together when the trial happened. And that's not true. They divorced like a couple years earlier um, mm-hmm. because I thought for some reason Chris was at the trial, but I could be wrong. Well, and she may have because I, I, I didn't – I should have looked at this, but I I want to say – because, like, for a while, like, she's now come back and said, like, she didn't necessarily, um like, support, support. Or, or believe. Yeah. yeah. But, like, I want to say for a while there she was, like, hardcore, like, Team OJ. Like, it was yeah. it was weird. Mm-hmm. Um, But, yeah, no, they weren't necessarily married. Yeah, so they weren't married. Um, I also didn't know – this – sorry, you're getting – kardashian trivia so if you ever fucking at a bar and they're like all right kardashians is the next round you're gonna 100 percent score on these um she was 17 and he was 28 when they got married that is absolutely insane yes I, well because like and she had no prior like notoriety at all right like she was uh, i know no. from the, the show she was like a stewardess <laughs> and a plane and all six that times. like yeah <laughs> So I don't know to the extent, like, how that – maybe it was just kind of, like, how things were in the day. Uh, yeah, I'm not really positive. It does seem like – I think from what I kind of skimmed through that she – they met basically when she was a stewardess. So – stewardess. What did I just say? I don't know. Um, when she right. was a stewardess. So, yeah. like, that would make sense that that's kind of how they overlapped but their age gap i had no freaking clue over um but they also got a divorce following an affair that chris had and i don't also think that was public knowledge until she wrote her book talking about it well well and first the longest time i don't know what came first like the whole rumor that like chloe was um oj's yeah. daughter i don't mm-hmm. know if that started and then she was kind of like I did have an affair, but not... But it wasn't him. Yes. The birth, Chloe, yeah. Um, no. But no, which is, I think, is equally wild. Yeah, I think she does mention that it was like a soccer player or something. Like, she doesn't name the person, but like heavily insinuates who it was and that it was for like a couple of years before they got divorced. Chris like, is wild, man. Like, I'd love yeah. to, like, I know they always make fun of her, but like, I uh-huh. would love to just like learn a little bit more because on top of like the whole like the devil works hard but Chris Jenner works harder I think is completely accurate I 100% agree we'll get into that later anyway <laughs> um, so they got divorced in 91 Chris actually got remarried um and became a Jenner in 91 as well so I don't know what the like the time span was from her divorce to signing new like a marriage license but it seems like it was a pretty quick turnaround um and then uh, this is actually what was interesting to me because I get that like okay so we start with Robert Kardashian and I think that's why the Kardashian last name is famous however Mm -hmm. how they kind of slipped into reality television is actually because like Caitlyn was on um I'm a celebrity get me out of here around I don't even know late late 90s oh yeah yeah uh no I was just gonna say then Courtney was a part of like the almost um simple life of Mm -hmm. the filthy rich cattle drive I believe that was at the same time right yeah, they were, they, uh, I think, I think Caitlin was on first and then Courtney was on. And then Kim was trying to get on a different show called I'm a Rich Kid, Get Me Out of Here, which is basically like a baby spinoff of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. But I think because they were like 
younger people that like there was probably too many legal things and that show got canceled before it even aired yeah I would be curious to find that online too um Mm. to watch it to just see them like pre all of this and how they acted Mm -hmm. I guarantee it's on YouTube yeah the I feel like the filthy rich cow drive has to exist somewhere I can only hope for sure but basically what ended up happening was um Dina Katz who does casting for television shows was a family friend of theirs and like would go over for dinner and was just like Chris had mentioned like a reality show at one point I mean because they had like Robert Kardashian obviously they were in like inner circles with people and then like when they became the Jenners then it was like okay now you have like athletes and like actors and stuff because you're in this like different arena where you're friends with like Olympians um and so like they had kind of come together to be like okay this sounds like an actually good idea so then they tried to pitch it to E and stuff and that's the origination of how the show became about which I thought was interesting. I literally just sent this um, TikTok to Marissa because I follow this Kardashian colloquium, I think is how you pronounce it. This is someone mm-hmm. who like literally studies the Kardashians. Like they're mm-hmm. writing some sort of like thesis, what smart academic paper based off of this. So like mm-hmm. a lot of the times they share like fan theories or like stuff that's known to be true. Um, mm-hmm. And something that they mentioned was that Lindsay, I may have not sent this one to you, but Lindsay Lohan actually was slated to have that time slot for mm. the Kardashians, but it was at the same time that she had that like infamous DUI arrest. Yes. I actually did see that as well when I was looking up, which is, it's interesting that they're like, all right, we'll shove the family in Cause they were worried that they were like, not going to be entertaining enough slash like people didn't really know who they were so that people wouldn't tune in for that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause they were filling a spot kind of last minute. And that's like, Basically, they had this idea. They pitched it to E. They were kind of worried about it. And then when the Lindsay Lohan thing fell off, they, like, immediately started filming because they had to find something to fill. They were like, oh, what the hell? That's the worst that could happen. (laughs) Well, we're already here. So they signed the NDAs. It's fine. Um, The Basically, and also, like, I think it's so interesting that, like, Rob Kardashian is a whole being that just kind of doesn't exist in this Mm -mm. Kardashian universe. It's just like all the women all the time. Um, But part of it was that he initially wasn't really included in the planning of everything because he was in college. So like they actually didn't know how much he was going to be there. Oh. Yeah. So, so initially he was like not put into like, not the scripting, but like the layout of the show because like they were like, well, we don't know how often Rob will be home and not home. So we don't want to plan on having things around him when, we can't guarantee that he'll be here and then it stayed that way the rest of his life (laughs) yeah yeah i wonder if it just like it's one of those things where i don't know how much he would want to it's like courtney where i'm like i don't really know how much she really wants to be there anymore but she is because she always has been so i'm like i don't know if rob really wants to be there or not but because he hasn't been they just are like nah yeah, I honestly forget that he's, like, a part of it because he is so left out. Like, even just, like, the proposal, um, yeah. I don't even think I don't even think he was a part of that. Like, I haven't gotten to that episode, either. obviously, but, like, I don't know. But um, I do see Dream's little, like, for Easter, they had, like, Dream's little bunny thing. Yeah, so, like, so they must be around. It just seems like holidays. their relationship's They're holiday a little strange. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so he initially wasn't really included in the pitch because they didn't know how much he was going to be around. Also, I did include this in my notes. Uh, the Ray J sex tape was, in fact, leaked 
the year of 2007 earlier before they started recording the show and they literally address it immediately at the top of the initial <laughs> initial episode like it's one of the first things that comes up um and That's basically wild. like what happens is is like courtney was or no is it courtney i think courtney goes like kim why would you do that and her literal response mom's plug your ears kim goes i was and i wanted to why like <laughs> oh my god that's literally like they try to just like go over it because to use like humor to kind of cover it up because like they didn't really want it to go too seriously in depth yeah well and if i remember correctly like years later on keeping up with kardashian like literally like a few years ago mm-hmm. she like admitted that she was like on ecstasy when that happened oh my god and was just kind of like i don't know i was on drugs and i think she's telling mm-hmm. kylie and kylie was like bitch what like <laughs> she yeah. was just kind of like i was young i don't know yeah because even i mean like 2007 what she's like 41 now so whatever that math is couldn't tell you uh she was like 26 is that right maybe wow she was like she was like in her mid-20s um so like i yeah i guess you have a lot of money and you're just like got nothing else to do <laughs> i don't know you're just doing coke and then recording a reality television show i don't know yeah she's 23 i just looked it up well she was 23 okay. when the sex when the sex tape happened so that was oh, 2003 okay. so a few more years so yeah around 26 so she was 26. still like in her 20s and dumb but mm. i mean it's it's history at this point when you look at everything that's happened since then 100 percent. also i think it's interesting that you're like she's kind of they were kind of those girls that like were photographed in pictures with other people because they were like they 100 was like paris hilton was super popular then nicole richie was super popular then and then it was like their friend and it would be kim kardashian but you didn't know who it was you're like oh it's (laughs) nicole richie and and close friend yeah i was gonna say not even a name drop (laughs) no it's so funny and also uh simple life was also coming off of the air at that time so that was also Mm. another reason that they were needing to like fill a spot of like that kind of like younger female energy that they were looking for Um, which i've talked about that before like i watched the first season of the simple life last mm -hmm. year or something like that just to kind of see and it's just so crazy what how we were allowed to kind of treat and talk to women back then mm-hmm. like some of the set comments well, that they would make towards them fair so i can only imagine it's not a fun thing to go back and watch by any stretch um so keeping up with the kardashians aired for 20 seasons from 2007 to 2021 um the last season aired in 2021 but i believe they stopped filming in 2020 um and then hulu aired the kardashians obviously this year and it became the most watched series premiere on hulu in the united states which is wild there's so many other things but they were like kardashians you know what i think it is though is that um hulu doesn't really come out with a lot of original well hadn't to like till like honestly this year a lot of original content where there's like a lot of buzz before it comes out like, I feel like mm-hmm. Netflix does a really good job of hyping up, like, Stranger Things, hyping up Stranger Things when it came out, and then it, like, the first episode drops and everyone watches, and then there's, like, a second wave of people that come in and watch. However, yeah. this show in particular already had a following, so when you're dropping it, there's already people that don't need to be bought into it. They're just coming because from another platform, essentially. Yeah, that's fair. They, they needed yeah. their fix. They're like, ah, uh, yes, this is yeah. back. Yeah, and it's like if anything that has like a previous following somewhere else hasn't really I mean, what I don't know. Netflix hasn't really picked up a show that like existed on E and then is getting transferred to Netflix really. So I think 
it probably is just that, that like it already had an existing audience. So they were already rearing and ready to go by the time it came out. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. I mean, for other shows, but that I think it's just, it's kind of lended itself to do that in general. That's fair. Not, not saying it's not a crazy feat, but I also think maybe it's not a crazy as feat as we think it is. Well, and they did a really good job. Like, I wonder some, like, again, we'll talk about this in a little bit, but like, they're very mm-hmm. strategic in, in how they plan stuff. And like, 100%. someone made the comment that like, Kim has basically kept her mouth shut about her relationship with Pete Davidson. And yeah. then it was like, when they started promoting this, it was like, by the way, there's stuff about Pete. So like, yep. it was very easy for people to be like, oh shit, then I'm going to watch. Cause like, I haven't mm-hmm. heard anything on this. I want, I want the goss. I want the fucking so, tea. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, they're they're very strategic. So I'm like curious how much of that was also on purpose oh, of like 100. percent Yeah. Crazy. It's like the thing of like uh, when like Love Is Blind and stuff comes out and they're not allowed to say anything. They're not allowed to comment on anything about the show until the last episode. Like they cannot comment on anything until like the uh, reunion comes out. And it's because mm. like they want people to tune in. They don't want to get the answers too soon. So you're not allowed to say anything. So that's probably the same thing. Hulu was like, shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> and they were like, oh, we got this. We do we're this like, all the time. You have no idea. We have so much practice. We will teach you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, don't say shit. I've been living here since 2007. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So just briefly, this is like the part that I think is like, interesting but not the most interesting is like their businesses mm-hmm. which uh, in looking at this I totally forgot you're literally about to say it but like I when I did watch the E like I mean I, I didn't watch it religiously like I wasn't like sitting down on a Sunday night waiting for it to come on but like mm-hmm. it would come on and mm-hmm. I remember like the whole like dash boutique which I think still yep. exists no I have no idea, but I was going to okay. make a joke of like, they d- were doing like the Jersey Shore pop-up stops before. Yes. You know, <laughs> that, that show going. Uh, but like, I think they had one in like Miami or something. I don't know, but they, they had Dash before the show started. So that's also they, when they were planning the format of the show, they're like, oh, and we'll feature our stores so that people want to come shop at our stores because it's featured on a television show. Really, it was all centered around marketing for their own businesses. And of, and of course it was. Yeah. But I, I think it's crazy. You kind of brought this up and this is like veering a little bit, but like they they had it in different stores because I remember there was like a bunch of like like Courtney and Chloe take whatever. Like, yeah. And those would last for like oh, two yes. or so years. So it was like them going and helping set up the dash. So like there was like mm-hmm. they take Miami, they take New York, take the Hamptons. Like mm-hmm. it just What's kept going sh- on. What's the show where they like all work in the same restaurant? <laughs> I can't think of it. There's like some, it's some, oh God, it's like Lisa something is like the older woman who's like, the. I don't know. It's basically like a reality show, but they all like live in LA and they all happen to work at the same restaurant. It reminds me of that where it's like, come meet our employees. And it just happens to be Chloe and Kim. Like, well, and I think they, they had like, even like Dash Dolls was a show where it was mm-hmm. like the people who were, it was so weird. Like just people who worked at the store that had this weird mm-hmm. semi connection with the Kardashians mm-hmm. and they like had a whole tea. I didn't last long, but yeah. Well, like if you think about uh, like, um, Oh gosh, why am I blanking on shows names where like the LC and stuff like that was super popular mm. at that time where it was like, we literally were just following them around watching them go to fucking like Abercrombie and Fitch and ring people out. Like we were super yeah. into that in the early two thousands. <laughs> and so we were like, Oh my God, girls who work in a retail store. Hell yeah. And we were in. 
Capitalism so, got us from an early age. Literally. Literally. <laughs> um, basically, we just have a list of like, I just made a super basic list of uh, the the businesses that the girls individually own. Um, Chloe has Good American Denim. Kendall has, they had Kendall and Kylie clothing at one point, which was like its own entity, but I don't think that exists anymore. I think if it's they do- It's in like Sun, I'm pretty sure. Oh, is it? Okay. Okay. I tried looking up Chloe or- KendallandKylieClothing.com and it's just like a, a landing page now. There's no like where to go for it. Um, so I'm assuming that you're right that I think it just is housed in different like uh, what's that called? Like different retailers like do it. Yeah, I think but specifically because like, I know I it, it's cute stuff. Like if you go to mm-hmm. PacSun, there's like Kendall and Kylie clothing okay. and it has all of them. Yeah. So that. Then also, um, I had no idea. Kendall owns like Moon Oral, which is like a, a teeth whitening company. Yeah, I've used. It oh, you've before. heard of that? Oh, yeah, I've used it before. It's aesthetically so pleasing. It's like black toothpaste, mm. so you're like, wow, yeah. Okay, yeah. I didn't know sense. it was her though. Um, and then eight one eight tequila, obviously, because literally every fucking Instagram post has her holding a bottle of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Kylie has Kylie Cosmetics, Kylie Skin, and Kylie Baby, obviously. Uh, which Kylie Baby, I think, is the newest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of started with, like, lip kits and then kind of came out as a full cosmetic line. And then skin, specifically skincare, and then Kylie Baby is, like, lotions and then other products as well. For Which, they're children. actually not bad. I remember when this first rolled out and mm-hmm. Marissa and I actually, like, got some lip kits because we were just Mm -hmm. like curious like is this legit because there was a few rumors where it was like her lips look like that because the kit like obviously that was not the truth but like there was like room so we're like "Mm." and it I mean it lasts I still use I don't know how gross that is but I still use oh they're probably (laughs) (laughs) they're probably so expired but I do not judge me thank you the thing is Uh, is like they were good quality um and that's like I get why I get why then she's stuck in the cosmetic realm because like they were very good quality for what you were paying for, especially like, I think they were like maybe 18 to $26, somewhere in that range. Um, Mm. And people weren't really selling like a liquid lipstick and a liner together. So that was very different. And like they had a variety of colors that really worked for a lot of people's skin tones. Like they would have like an orange, but it would be like maybe an orange that's like more deep or light. And it was, they were good. It was good for what it was. Um, I don't really know how good her cosmetics line is in general, but the lip yeah, kits no, really, they sold me. <laughs> yeah. The lip kits sold me and that was all I needed. And I was like, all right, I'm out. Yeah. Um, and then I looked a little bit more in depth with Kim's businesses. Uh, so we didn't bring this up earlier, but like when she was just the and friend on paparazzi photos, she kind of made her way into that of she had her own like closet organizing mm-hmm. space where people would hire her to, which she still does this to, to this day. Um, she would just help them. Cause like people, obviously they get so many promotional things and like mm-hmm. their closets are just like crowded um, so yeah. she would work with celebrities to kind of be like, okay, what do you want to keep and then sell everything else? Um, so she worked with like anyone from like Cindy Crawford to Serena Williams to the Hilton sisters to Nicole Richie, like mm-hmm. everyone. And, and at one point she was even a personal stylist for Brandy and Lindsay Lohan, which I didn't know mm-hmm. that. Um, but that was kind of her thing. And she still does that. So like 
I think she's taking a break because she got some flack for it um, because she was selling like promotional like stuff she's worn for like mm-hmm. like all her Yeezys and stuff for like very expensive. Yeah. But she does have an eBay store still from 2002 and it's eBay slash Kim's a princess. Um, <laughs> not even kidding. Like, and that is. <laughs> it's like when you need your fucking AIM email and then it just is like or like somebody asks for your Google account and you're like. It is unicornbutts76 at yep. yahoo.com or like whatever the fuck. Oh, God. That's funny. Dead ass. That was like her when she was like, it's cool to be like a little princess. But like it just shows how much she's changed as a person. Like mm-hmm. I don't think you would see her calling herself a princess at 41 no, or 42. So. It, I mean, it was cool in 2007 uh, to be a princess. Oh, 100%. to be like Paris Hilton and wear a crown and carry a chihuahua. Like, of course we wanted to do that. Yeah, and you, they had the little, like, bedazzled shirts that say, like, princess, and there was, like, yes. a crown over the eye instead of the, the dot. Um, and then I found an article that I think is interesting because this is going to, like, throw everyone way back. Um, Glamour Magazine did a, like, ranking of all of Kim's businesses, like, mm-hmm. from what she has going right now to, like, when she first came out the gate, which I thought was interesting. Some of these I forgot about, so I'm going to quickly run through all of these. Um Top 12, number one, or number 12, there was a Kardashian card. Do you remember this? No. It was like a prepaid MasterCard. Oh, interesting. It had, um, it's, this is how it's described. A gift card? What the fuck? Yeah, no, sky high fees in a campaign that targeted young teenagers, Mm. um, which obviously got bad. um, It's like that. That uh, That was in. There was like that black card that all of the guys in New York City were buying or whatever. And then it was like really bad. I can't remember what it's, it's not black, but it was like a metal card. It was like heavy. And so they were like, yeah, I have this new credit card and it makes you feel rich until you realize how much you owe back in interest. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what they did in 2010. And that was like her worst (laughs) business. Um, Kardashian Beauty, which um, Mm. I did, forgot this existed. There was like hairspray and like hair products. Yeah. Probably when they had cash. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then after that, there was Bell Noel Jewelry. Um, mm. Don't remember that. That was at, exclusively at Bloomingdale's. Um, so it was just like a bunch of like, it was right when this show first started. So it was like 2010. Um, and she mm. just had affordable priced um, jewelry, but it never really took off. Like it just kind of like existed and then it didn't. Like I doubt you could yeah. find anything, but that was something that she started. Interesting. Um, selfish, which I remember this, this gave me a, um, a hardcore like throwback. Yeah. Um, (laughs) it was a book of just like selfies, like unseen selfies of her. Do you remember that? No, I don't. Really? It was like almost like a a photo. I'm Googling it right now. (laughs) It was a giant photo book book. It was from like 2015 and it was literally just like unseen selfies of her. That's so funny. Okay. Okay. You can keep going. I wonder... I want it for Christmas. Uh, it has um, a 2.6 out of 5 on Barnes & Noble, in case you're wondering. But I'm a five point, or a 4.8 out of 5 on eBay. That's, That's so too much. Probably her eBay page. Um, number 8, uh, this is one that I think about often, which I don't know why. Um, the Kim Kardashian Hollywood, the app that she has, where what? it's just like, do you, okay. So no this idea. launched in 2014 and it was just an app of like, it's like Kim and then you get to like dress her and book modeling jobs oh, and club yes. experiences. It was I almost like a, that. 
um a sims almost or like a yes girl's life or whatever that game was where you can just I like, very much play. do remember that yes okay it had That's 23 so million oh players by the end of the year it came out and it made 43 million dollars that's wild. See, the thing 40. is, is like she hasn't had all bops. She just kind of throws mm-hmm. a hat in every ring and it's just like, well, something will stick. Yeah. And then she's like, I'll just collect a few like small millions yeah. and then move on. Mm-hmm. Which is oh insane God. to me. Shoe Dazzle, this dropped in 29 or 20, just kidding, <gasps> 2009. She yeah. She had like chunky shoes that like had mm-hmm. um, studs on them. Um, it was shoes, bags, and jewelry, mm-hmm. and it lasted for, for about four years. Again, amassed 10 million subscribers and millions of dollars of funding, but then it got just fab, um, yes. acquired it. So, like, mm-hmm. it didn't actually, like, become a thing, but she started with it. But it was, like, known as one of her first su- successful business, business ventures. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Kim's first perfume. So, she's had a few. Um, mm-hmm. But there was one that came out, um, I want to say it was actually the whole thing was kind of like documented during Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. Um, it was called Dashing, which is obviously kind of like Dash. Mm-hmm. Um, and then next was Dash Boutique. So again, that went through. Okay, apparently it has ended. It went. It was like live for 12 years, though, which is wild. I don't know. It started where they live, and then, like we said, it kind of went everywhere, like Miami, New York, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Kimoji was a business in itself. Oh um, <laughs> 250 emojis and gifts that you could use. Mm-hmm. Um, it made a million dollars every oh minute. Oh, my God. Oh, A million dollars every minute. A million dollars every minute. Every minute, and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just felt like I needed to say it enough to be like, could you imagine? Like, we're like, where does she get all of her money? It's shit like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it had 9,000 downloads every second. That's wild. And then that led to t-shirts, phone cases, etc. And yep. then getting to the top three, uh, there's the KKW fragrance, the one where it's literally a sculpted measure of her body as a perfume. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at number two is KK Beauty, which is... Kind of like her almost, I feel like, competitiveness with, like, Kylie's beauty. Because it's literally basically the same thing. Well, and the thing is, is, like, I I don't remember who started first. But I know that, like, Kylie didn't have eyeshadows at all first. She only was doing lips. And I think Kim was, like, not doing lips for a while. And But it's almost mm. like they are they are different in a way that, like, Kylie's is more, like, fun, young colors. And I feel like Kim's is all, like, straight up neutrals. So maybe they aren't, they, they are competitors, but I think like freaking Chris stepped in and was like, we got to make it somewhat different. So you guys have both <laughs> had streams of revenue. Listen, yeah. <laughs> they can't pick a favorite. You got to make them different enough. Yeah. Um, but that ended up getting our, this uh, cosmetic Cody. I've never heard of them, but they bought 20% of the company for $200 million. Interesting. Yes. And then last but not least, the one that you probably know about that I'm interested in maybe trying someday is Skims. Um, which is, which was dropped, which is, this is mind boggling to me. This was dropped in 2019. So like not that long ago. No, I thought, I mean, I guess it is long at this point, but like in COVID Mm -hmm. times, that was like yesterday. Um, Mm -hmm. so that has like 
stuff that's supposed to be like smoothing underwear, but then also it has like these like soft loungewear, pajamas, mm-hmm. a bunch of different stuff. And that I feel like has taken off a lot. A lot of people, um, I see it everywhere. Like even like not Kardashian people, like they're just kind of like, yeah, but it's comfortable. So like, it's kind of like, yeah, escaped the card. Cause I feel like a lot of this comes from just that Kardashian fandom. Like Babies, obviously yeah. if you're not, if you're not like watching Kardashian, you're not going to want Kimojis. Like you're not going to want to no. pay for 250 mm-hmm. reaction yeah. faces. So like that's all they're like following. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think Skim has kind of broken through. Yeah, which that. is like what I think like Good Americans trying to do. And honestly, yeah. I think Kendall's oral care thing and then Tequila is also trying to do the same thing where it's like, I want this to be people that just aren't fans of the show because I obviously makes your market a lot wider. Definitely. And and to that point too, I mean, I didn't even know Moon was owned by Kendall and I bought yeah. it. So like- <laughs> She fucking tricked you. So <laughs> you've been I've had. I've been bedazzled. Yeah. <laughs> It was said bedazzled. I've been bamboozled. <laughs> yeah, it's bamboozled. Probably bedazzled too, but I both, yes. All the above. Um, so yeah, that was like a rundown of Wild. Kim's. Yeah, a lot. A lot going mm-hmm. on there, but obviously she's kind of like the star of the show. So makes mm-hmm. sense that she has so many. And then Courtney, um, she has just has Poosh, which is kind of like goop, um, that also dropped in 2019, which is wild to me because I feel like it's been out for a thousand years. Um, which is a lifestyle um, newsletter, a blog. Like a I don't blog, really know what you yeah. would call it. Yeah. And then, so that's like really her only venture, which is, I feel like her and Chloe are the only ones that don't have like a lot going on. Like they just have like that one thing. Mm-hmm. And I think all of them are technically producers on the show or no? Yeah. That was something else I was yeah. going to bring up. All of them are executive producers. So like, obviously there's money in that. Yeah. Well, yeah. At this point, you know, it's like we have to have stake in it as well because it's like they're fucking name yeah so we've gone through the history we've gone through the businesses let's kind of talk about um the cultural hello the cultural Mm -hmm. implications of keeping up the kardashians the kardashians in general and then just general opinions on the perception of them and as well as like what you think this new show is doing or if it just is what it's always been yeah and Marissa was very passionate about this. Like she, this could be a PowerPoint if we did like a mm-hmm. uh, a streaming podcast. Mm-hmm. I feel like she could whip this up on like Google Slides and really like mm-hmm. bring it home. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, there's, I, I think it's interesting because we do have a little bit of differ mm-hmm. um, points, but just get into it. So uh, I included the youngest billionaire thing with Kylie just because like that was such a huge talking point at one point. I don't think it's the most interesting to go into. People argue like, well, she came from a family that had a lot of money and all this other shit. And it's like, yeah, we get it. So we're not even really going to talk about it. But it was one of the things where it's like now there's like this standard of like an 18 year old can be a billionaire. And it's like, can they? (laughs) Um uh things that like i i'm gonna skip over the body standards for a second and come back to that i think the thing that like the reason that i have such a not a different take on it i do think it's just very interesting um to look at it from a perspective of like they are women that own businesses and that's not something that like we really get to see a lot and i think Mm -hmm. that they're given a lot of I'm going to try to put all of my thoughts into the most concise way possible. Um, I think they're given a lot of shit because they have said stupid shit. They've done stupid shit. And I think it's really hard for me personally, because then it's like, we probably shouldn't idolize any celebrity because they also are 
probably mm. bad. <laughs> and I think yeah. they have done something that literally not not 95% of celebrities are willing to do, which is show their everyday to day life. Um, because like I said, right before we got on this, I was like, if we, if everything we ever said was <laughs> recorded and posted, like we also mm. would be canceled at some point. <laughs> some point 100 yeah yes and i do agree i think they are very strategic i think that they can manipulate the system to work in their favor a little bit as far as like marketing or holding off on things and then slipping something in and then bringing it back to like their show or their products and stuff like that i 100 percent think that i do think it's interesting that if we looked at it if it was a group of men if we would view it the same way because i think to a point our internalized misogyny is like, mm. well, they're making makeup and clothing and why should that matter? It's nothing that matters. They're not doing stuff that's important to the world and whatever. It's like fucking the guy, Jeff Bezos is just selling shit to our moms on Amazon. Is that changing <laughs> the world either? No. In fact, it's probably making it worse. So I'm like, if we put them under the same microscope, are they that bad? I don't think so. I think everybody from 2007, hopefully to now has grown the fuck up. And also a lot of culture shifts have happened where things that were acceptable then are not acceptable anymore. And kind Mm -hmm. of being like, I think that's what we default to with celebrities in general is being like, if they've done something bad in the past, they're not allowed to grow or change or ever be forgiven. Um, So I think that's, I think that's what's hard about celebrity in general is just like, can we really be fans of anyone? Because at the end of the day, if we were to watch every single thing they do, we would, we would villainize them somehow. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, you, like you said, you could say that about anyone, like no one is perfect. Literally. And obviously them being completely doc, like every there's documentation on every move mm-hmm. that they make, whether it be on social media or in their show. So like they do have that extra piece of, um, you know, spotlight and, and microscope mm-hmm. for sure. And like, I kind of lean more towards, I, I see, here's the thing. I know mm-hmm. a lot about, celebrities I don't necessarily mm-hmm. want to like I'm kind of in the the boat of just like I don't know why these people are famous not because like I, like I don't know I just feel like people I feel like fame is kind of like outdated in my opinion like I'm just kind of over it is is mm-hmm. where I'm at so it is hard but like then again it's like you have that internalized misogyny where it's like do I really feel this way or like you know what I mean because mm-hmm. like yeah, but then or is it because they're women I feel like it's vapid like that's where yeah. I can't I can't decide like if it's if it's that like any of this is like, oh, do I think that they're being vapid and arrogant and conceited when I look at them and look at their lives and look at their businesses because they care about the way they look and all X, Y, and Z? Or is it that like, I can't take that on that wall because I'm looking at them how I think men want me to look at them? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. And, and then that's, yeah, no. And that's a great point. I think for the most part, it is uh, the extremes, like the extreme mm-hmm. hate and the extreme like mm-hmm. distaste. Like I don't have like I'm mm-hmm. not like oh my god. Like that is definitely yeah. I think has some misogynist undertones, if not overtones, if that's a word. Mm-hmm. But like, <laughs> yeah. I think like like I'm more of just like a neutral. Like I don't yeah. like honestly like they hustle hard. Like they're not mm-hmm. just doing these videos. Like I mean I, I like I said I mean Kim is still to this day selling stuff on eBay. Like. They're not yeah. just kind of like basking in this thing. Like they work hard. Yeah, and they do stuff. that's what's that's what's so fucking funny. It's people are like they're famous to be famous. I'm like, yeah, but like also they're having other streams of revenue, and whether that comes from traffic from the show or not, like they're not just being like, you can I'll get my nails done and you can record me and then I'll collect a paycheck. I'm like, shit, other shit's going on. Like, 
The, yeah. Even with the episode where they show her going on SNL, I'm like, that was so much back work for really for her to like, it's not like she needs the exposure. It's not like she mm-hmm. has something to promote besides skims. So it's like, yeah, she did a fucking week's worth of like training with these people who do this every week and like trying to be funny and putting herself up for scrutiny, which honestly, thus far in the show has been the most interesting part to me. I'm going to be honest. I don't know if I'll keep watching the show. I find them interesting as a concept, but I don't know if sitting and watching them every week is my vibe. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And that was something that I struggled watching the show is like, it is just kind of, it's just weird. Like, it's just kind of like, Mm -hmm. yeah, like, it's just like, all of their interactions are just kind of like, okay, well, just call me Mm -hmm. like, I don't, I feel weird with that kind of television, especially like when Mm -hmm. it's like, a completely different lifestyle than mine. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't find that interesting. But yeah, I think I think to your point that like, there's some behind the scenes stuff that just in general, not even like, Kardashian specific but like Mm -hmm. there's some behind the scenes that is interesting to see and and see how it kind of works Mm -hmm. its way out yeah which I think I think what people are hoping from this is to see the stuff that they weren't showing in E because they were just showing the family drama they were just showing them fighting and shit like that people want to see the businesses people wanted to see Kim getting ready for SNL people wanted to see that weird shit that like that like is an empire that they have built and how that exactly works because they were just showing stuff that most people don't care about. Cause like, yeah, we all fight with our sisters. Why would we want to watch that on television? Um, but I do think that the show initially was interesting to people because it was something that was completely outside of their everyday lives. And again, it mm-hmm. does also make it unrelatable to people and they're not interested in it, which I think is totally fine either way. Um, I think it's just a personal preference at that point also i wonder too if they come off the way they come off because they've been recorded for so long that it possibly is like they hold back because they they're like calculating what they're trying to say because they try not to be overly scrutinized if they don't have to i don't know if that makes sense yeah no you know chloe's doing that because they talk about that a lot yes and i think some of it is is mapped in that like i feel like they talk about kylie's or chloe's anxiety a lot Mm -hmm. which given it is very warranted like a lot of her personal really messed up shit has been in the news and criticized like it is all warranted Mm -hmm. but i do feel like it's almost strategic in the amount of how often they bring it up like like there's Mm -hmm. parts where chris is like i know with your anxiety like it just felt Mm -hmm. unnecessary but i'm like how much of that is just because they're like almost trying to like remind the viewer like yes yes like we have feelings like that kind of vibe it's that and i saw this in our i saw a brief article it's the truman show effect where the people know that they're being recorded so they're trying to say the right thing to get the Mm -hmm. audience like on their side essentially even if it doesn't like if it seems like they're overdoing it because like sometimes it's like I feel like when they're getting recorded, it's like, well, they'll say something and then they'll have to repeat it because the show needs it or whatever. So it's just, it's very interesting to me that I would be curious. Like, I think it's a side effect of the show and how long they've been doing it, to be completely honest. That's a very good point. Yeah. Like they just don't know how to like function Mm -hmm. differently after 20 odd years. Which makes them great Um, for a red carpet, but maybe not the most interesting to watch for an everyday person. (laughs) Exactly. Well, and it's like stuff like, it's little things too. Like, so like after Kim's um, SNL performance, like mm-hmm. it, it was I mean I actually did watch it in like real time and like I mm-hmm. did think it was good but like mm-hmm. the way that people were just like oh my gosh you did amazing that was incredible like like mm-hmm. the over like overzealousness of like complimenting mm-hmm. was just like too much and I'm like how much of that was like because I think it's it just people being... that like her <laughs> yeah but it was like people that are close to her like her makeup artist mm. started crying because they were like I'm so proud which given they are close 
to her they've been in her life yeah. you know all this time but at the same time I'm just kind of like what like <laughs> I think yeah weird. but the thing is if like if you went on SNL even if you were fucking average as shit I would cry and tell you how good you did because that's yeah like it's just you're somebody that's been in my life and also it's such a high stakes thing like I think that's probably where their reaction coming from what I mm. think though you maybe also are thinking about is when Chris Rock was like you did amazing <laughs> at the yeah. bar afterwards <laughs> so honestly when I saw that too, I was like, I hadn't watched SNL, so I didn't, I didn't actually see how funny it was or wasn't. But I do mm-hmm. think, like, I've seen ones where, like, no offense, but athletes are hosting, and it's awful. It's so, yeah. it falls so flat. It's not funny. They don't have good timing, and so, like, I think because like she was a step above that, it was like you did, you did great. Yeah. Like for somebody who's not a comedian at all. Well, and I feel like she put a lot of work into it too. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, she, she sought out advice from like comedian friends like she like yeah. like I said I mean like you hate them or not like they do put their whole ass mm-hmm. into literally their whole ass <laughs> into anything yes. that they do which you can't say that about a lot of celebrities really because they just kind of ride sure. off of what they do so like you sure. can give credit there yeah um I know you sent me some stuff about the BBLs and stuff about mm-hmm. the marketing stuff did you want to touch on that really quick before we kind of wrap this up yeah, so that was something that, like like I said, you guys need to find. It's like Kardashian colloquial. Clo- I can't say that word, but I'm yeah, sure if you start typing that, you <laughs> Yep, something. Yeah. But they talk about, like, a lot of the times the Kardashians are trendsetters. I mean, this is the case with any celebrity, but for the most mm-hmm. part, a lot of, like, whatever they're doing is what other people are start doing. Um, I Oh, really quick. I also have a note that like they honestly were like the first influencers because they like weren't mm. like actors. They weren't musicians. They really had nothing to promote but themselves. <laughs> and so like they really were the first influencers. So I do wonder if they have like a team that kind of helps like do forecasting and stuff like that. But back to and your- that that is a great yeah no that that is a great plan. Which to that point, then um, something that has been more recent is people are noticing that like their BBLs seem to be mm-hmm. either lessening or being taken out across the board because I was thinking about this too even just like recently with the Met Gala like Marilyn Monroe mm-hmm. did not have a fat ass like to okay can I what Kim had yeah what you so so Kim has that fur on it's because it doesn't zip over her ass it's literally <gasps> tied at the top and they left the zipper down under her ass and she just has that fur around her waist to cover that that is hilarious so yeah Yep. Didn't know that. Regardless, there are pictures of kind of like <laughs> but her butt. I thought small. the same I thought the same thing. Cause I was like, no fucking way. Marilyn Monroe was sewed into that dress. Yeah. There's no way this fits her. And then literally like two two minutes later, I swipe, swipe, it's Kim trying the dress on with it just tied in the back. Like she was just like getting ready for prom. They were like, Oh, it doesn't fit. She's like, Well, we could put a fur over it, and that's literally what they did. <laughs> Which is incredible. But no, I mean, yeah. so so the argument is, is like, especially post-pandemic, like, mm-hmm. a lot of the, like, glitz and glamour and all of the stuff that was, like, idolized pre-now yeah. is, is kind of going out. So it's, like, the idea that, like, with the Kardashians being really good about being on time for trends, like, are they trying mm-hmm. to become, like, people are, are being more authentic. People are being more yeah. themselves. So, like, are they shifting who they are and what they look like and what they wear to be? fit into that mold like there's even arguments that like kim's with pete because pete's a regular guy so like she's trying to learn Mm -hmm. how to be like a regular person that goes on dates Mm -hmm. at gas stations like that kind of stuff which obviously all this is hearsay we have no idea but it's very interesting how well they always position themselves when it comes to stuff Mm -hmm. like this 
Mm-hmm. Which makes Again, you wonder. Chris, Chris Jenner and the devil have to be just linked arm to arm every single day figuring out what the fuck is going on. Because I do agree with that, that I, I, it is interesting that she's, I just think it's interesting she's dating Pete in general. <laughs> um, but uh, I do think that regular guy, like, positioning, because that's what's popular right now. The scrawny guy that looks like he hasn't mm-hmm. slept in 16 hours and just popped an Adderall to function today. <laughs> like, that is what's in at the moment. Yeah. Um, slash, I do wonder if if it's, like, dating these super A-list people and athletes and then this guy who's just like super honest and just like I am who I fucking am and she's like I'm down like I think part of it's that too which is so interesting to me well I'm sure also like it is a complete 360 from Kanye so like Mm -hmm. I could see where it's just kind of like a change or just like yeah with Courtney Courtney Uh being with Travis and him being more low-key like I mean, Courtney's still her older sisters. Like, you know, people always yeah. kind of copy like what their older siblings. So she's like, "Oh, Courtney's trying this out. I'm going to try it out." Like yeah. that kind of, yeah. Maybe not even realizing subconsciously or like mm-hmm. being subconscious about it. Yeah, yeah, like mimicking, and it just happens <laughs> that she doesn't mm-hmm. really planning for it. Um, I do think it's very. Uh, I don't. I know you just said you didn't watch it previously. Courtney and uh, Scott had like a super tumultuous up and down relationship for like a decade. They have basically have kids together and stuff. Um, it is kind of interesting how they're highlighting him in this series. I don't know if I like, I think depending on what the next episode is, which I probably will watch just to see his reaction to the engagement, um, how much I empathize for, em- sympathize for him slash mm-hmm. I am happy that she's happy with Travis. Yeah. Even if they are making out like they're 16 years old every fucking second. <laughs> they're 40 year olds. Um, when she no, straddled I, him at the house showing, I l- almost <laughs> threw something. I was like, are you fucking serious? The real estate agent just has to walk away. <laughs> I was just about to say that. Yeah, it was just, yeah. it was very awkward. Um, but no, I mean, yeah, like that was very much public on like the episodes I did watch. Mm-hmm. Like there was all these different things where it was like him just being completely shitty to her. But, yeah, like, I think with cool. that show, he became a part of their brand and, like, mm-hmm. in a way, a part of their family. So, like, I'm sure they have this. I mean, he's still, like, the father of, like, yeah. the kids. So, like, I'm yeah. sure there's this weird piece of the family. Like, yeah. I mean, it's like if any – they didn't get married, but it's like any divorce mm-hmm. where it's like if you're close to that other person, you're just kind of like, mm-hmm. oh, like, there's still family. Like, I can see that And also, yeah, he doesn't really have any other family. Like, he, they are his family. So, I think it's very hard for him in that way. Yeah. But to Courtney's point, like, I feel like, and I've seen not so much from watching the show, but, like, TikToks of, like, previews from it, where it, mm-hmm. a lot of it was just kind of, like, almost gaslighting Courtney, of Courtney just being like, oh, I'm yeah. not happy. And they're like, well, don't you want your kid? Like, she, like, yeah. very plainly was like, he treats me like shit. And they're like, but he's mm-hmm. family. Like, they they kind of mm-hmm. they struggled. did not it, support it, it, her. Yeah, it's very awkward to watch. Like, it's very awkward to watch when it was happening and, like, looking mm-hmm. back on it now because, like, Chloe is still really good friends with him. And I'm like, does Courtney care? Because if she does, you yeah. shouldn't probably be friends with him anymore. Like, they're cordial. I get that. But, I mean, this could be a whole different side topic and stuff. But it's, it's just, like, it's kind of weird. And I'm like, you know what? Courtney doesn't have to invite him to anything. Like, it doesn't need to be that way. So if she wants to get married to Travis and never see Scott again, that's up to her. Well, and that's the thing, too, is, like, it's nice to see that she's at this, like, fuck it, where they're just kind of like, mm. but Scott, and she's like, I don't care, which is exactly yeah, how literally. she should be. Like, yeah. <laughs> like they're like, yeah, she she's literally like, is like, I don't no, care. like, <laughs> yeah, like, no. it's nice to see that. And I think that's, if anything, that's, like, a great, like, thing to look up to, because I feel like that's the case in a lot of people's lives. So it's nice to yeah. see, like, a celebrity being like, no, fuck that. I'm not going to, like, pretend to be 
close with this person that makes me unhappy. Like I'm not going to force anything boundaries. I'm not going to diminish any of my happiness that's currently happening because they couldn't get their shit together and they feel like they missed out. Like that's not your fault. Yeah. Oh gosh. Uh, Life lessons from the Kardashians. (laughs) And then Chloe hasn't even been hit with her shit yet. So I can't, we can't even talk about that. I don't even know what the reaction is going to be to when that all gets unveiled in the show, but. Which, and I didn't watch because the previous show showed the, like, the original when she was pregnant and he cheated on mm-hmm. her. So, yeah. like. I don't remember what happened, honestly. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, I remember, like, the whole, there's that one video of her, like, yelling at her phone. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, I remember that. But, like, yeah, no, it, it's wild. Like, there's certain pieces. Because, like, I wonder how much of it is not, like, this scenario, but, like, how much of it is fabricated. Like, they have to keep mm-hmm. it interesting. Like, your life can't be interesting yeah. that much. So like some yeah. of it is fabricated, but then it's hard because then you see this stuff and you're almost like immune to it or you're just kind of like, oh, whatever, like, because yeah. craziness is always happening. Whereas this is like a very fucked up situation. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people just kind of like brush it off because they almost have like Kardashian fatigue of being like, no, yeah. everything's always crazy there. So yeah, well, and I think sad. that I think crazy shit does happen to them. I think what happens is like the show has to set up scenarios where the cameras are there catching something and that's that's what feels awkward because like Chloe really did get cheated on. Courtney mm-hmm. is marrying a guy that she's only been dating for like maybe a year. <laughs> like, Oh no, they were, it was like on their year anniversary. Right. Scott yeah. was a fucking asshole. Kim's been married too many times. Like Kanye is fucking Kanye in the clip before SNL literally was like a 14 year old boy who like was so giddy to be in a room with a bunch of girls. It was so strange to me. Yeah. And, and to that point too, if, if you haven't watched it, I mean, we've already spoiled a lot of it, but it talks about how he went and met Ray J at an airport to get the mm-hmm. tape back and literally brought a whole fucking desktop to New York. Mm-hmm. And it was very sweet. But then like Ray J went online to be like, that never fucking happened. Like, see, it did just it or say it like, yeah, yeah. I just like, I, well, I thought it wasn't that Ray J had it. I thought it was Ray J's manager was saying that he had it, but I don't know. Slash, I yeah. mean, Ray J could be telling the truth that it didn't happen. And that was all maybe Kanye thought somebody had it and went and got a fucking computer or he just fucking bought a 2008 <laughs> Mac desktop from somebody <laughs> and put it in a suitcase. Literally. Well, I think that was the thing was like the manager said they had it, but then I think Kim had said that like he met Ray J. So like, I'm guessing if yeah. this did quote unquote happen, like Ray mm-hmm. J then got it from his manager and then brought it to Kanye to the- yeah. It just is chaotic energy everywhere, but yeah, like who the fuck I can't knows? even. <laughs> I can't relate. I am. Yeah. I am so many spheres below these people. I mm-hmm. don't know. Yeah, who fucking knows? So, in synopsis, I think uh, the Kardashians are interesting as human beings. Will I keep watching the show? I don't really know. Unless it like, I probably want to see what happens with the engagement. But then, if there's not a cliffhanger next episode, I'm probably <laughs> I'm probably out. Yeah. No, same. I agree. I. I did struggle a little bit, like, especially the first episode. Like, I was like, I can't, like, this is so long. It was and they, it, Yeah, it got more interesting. Mm-hmm. But, like, I feel like they can't always have those episodes. So I could totally yeah. see checking out. And then when some kind of other big drama tea mm-hmm. happens, checking back in to be like, ooh, I'd like, because I'm mm-hmm. nosy. So, like, I'd love to yeah. hear. <laughs> and I think that's where yeah. a lot of my celebrity knowledge comes from is, like, it's not that yeah. I care, but I'm just, like, I'm nosy and I know that I, I have the ability know. to know. So I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we should do an episode about like, uh, what is that, black items or black uh, something items where it's like the online forum where people like, a celebrity who's a tennis player who's for, we should do an episode on that. 
<laughs> deal. Yeah, we're going to find that because that's a whole website. So we're going to go on there yes. and yes. we're like we do our Reddit episodes. That's going to be yeah, episode. Yeah. So, yeah. But uh, yeah, I think I think if they continued on the path of like maybe they show a little bit behind and like how involved Kim is in in skims or not, how Kylie functions with that business, like I think there some of that stuff is more interesting to me. Some of their family drama isn't as interesting. So, it's not going to keep me involved. I do think them as people is interesting and like as a society, how we view them is interesting. Cause like I, I had in my notes too, that like I went on a forum where it was like, who's, who's a guy that's famous for being famous. Like the Kardashians is and people like the only examples people came up with like Trump, Ryan Seacrest, Carson Daly, and like one other guy I didn't know. Mm. And I was like, Hmm, this is very interesting because these guys aren't great. <laughs> so as I said, yeah, very, very yikes. Um, but again, it does it come back to that misogyny piece of people just yeah. associating the worst because like yeah. I also think like Logan Paul and like those guys which I mean obviously they're new to the game but like they are kind of all over the place but they're they, yeah they're creating content and they're trying to be like comedians I think is what it is so it's like they almost fall into a different field which is a whole different conversation but like genuinely they were just being themselves in Hollywood and they're like let's put a camera in front of them but that's a whole different yeah and then not one we're gonna get into because I fucking hate them so like <laughs> yes. not a chance I think <laughs> I think the interesting comparison of Donald Trump to them is like the closest comparison of somebody who grew up with money, got a television show, had notoriety, and then tried to do something with that money. That is the the, the unfortunately closest comparison. And I'm like, you know what? Compared to Donald Trump, they ain't so fucking bad. So I'll take that. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like I would, I would be okay. Mm, I'm not saying that. I was going to say I'd be okay with Kim being president, but I don't think I mean that. But if I had to choose between Kim and, and Trump, I believe it would be Kim. You know what? If Kim went to law school and decided to run for Senate, I might vote for her depending on who she's running against. And that's what I will leave out of that. Oh no. We'll see. Who knows? This world. Well, wild. she probably she'd probably run in California and I wouldn't get to vote for her anyway, so it doesn't matter. Anyway. <laughs> oh, before we get too political about anything, because we could go on a whole tangent about everything that's happening right now. Anyway, yeah. Yep. So we'll have to do a blacklist. I, I think it's called blacklist items. I don't remember. Um, and then yeah, so if you're interested, go back and watch the <laughs> the Kardashians on Hulu or any of the old seasons of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. It is a it's an interesting family. They've had a long history with uh, the media, social media, and uh, Hollywood in general. Yeah, and if you find Filthy Rich Cattle Drive online, let us know. Please send us a link. Um, <laughs> you can send a link to, to Filthy Rich Cattle Drive. Your friends suck at gmail and any other things. Yeah, make that, that the subject line about. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yes, filthy rich cattle drive. Um, yeah, send us uh, topics you want us to talk about. Uh, we're on Patreon, Your Friend Suck Podcast on Instagram, Your Friend Suck Pod. Um, anything else you want to add before we go? No, just get out there and vote. Um, like I said, we're not getting Hell into yeah. it, but like be aware of the social issues. Do the things you can mm-hmm. with what you have. Can't wait till can't wait till we get closer to midterm season, baby. We're not gonna shut the fuck yeah. up. We're going to do a whole episode telling you what the fuck you need to do. So strap in and get ready. <laughs> it's going to be 60 minutes of go vote, go vote, Yep. go vote, go vote on a loop. On a loop. Uh, <laughs> yep. And you can't skip it. Anyway, uh, thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh, as always, wash your hands, wear a mask, and keeping up with the Kardashians. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I didn't have a joke today. <laughs> Goodbye. Kim, there's people dying. <laughs> fuck, I'll edit that in. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Bye.